You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. Hello, Miss Barbara Ann Wild. Hello, Daniela. Um, you smell so good. What Thank is that? Thank you. It is that Comme de Garçons, the incense Kyoto. Oh, it smells delicious. I love it. Really nice. We had so much fun last night. Oh my God. So we went, Ricky Rackman's in time in town and he's actually been a guest on the show. And we've known, like Kilby and I have known Ricky forever. I think I met Ricky when I was 16 years old. Wow. As a matter of fact, I got confirmation of that last night. <laughs> but Ricky was in town because he's got this new show. It's called One Foot in the Gutter. Oh, that's great. And it's basically... It's, um, he does this like, kind is of it like, like a, a retrospective of what yes. his career? Uh, yes, exactly. It's a yeah. retrospective of his career. That's exactly what it is. And he did it at, he's been on tour. It's been so successful. It's been selling out everywhere. It's I know. Crazy. I've been seeing Leah's posts and, and Ricky's kind of reminds me, Zach and I went, I don't even know how many years ago now, William Shatner did something like that, where he just stood on stage uh-huh. and talked about his career and had video back from the, the early onset to present day. Sheena is going through your Barb's yes. bag of tricks. Sheena, no bags of tricks for you to eat. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. He, I didn't know what to expect at all, but he's been on this tour and this was the last night of his tour. Oh, So when it? he um, announces it again, I highly recommend people go see it because it is so fun and a total trip down memory lane for me. I'm sure. And Gilby and, and everybody Gilby, else that yeah. was in the room. Absolutely. Um, but Especially yeah. in LA. Oh, totally. And it was in Hollywood. It was at the Bourbon Room. Oh, how fun. Which is a really fun venue. The Bourbon Room was built right before the pandemic. It was built for the Rock of Ages musical. It's a gorgeous venue. Really great venue. Um, they have a great sound system. It sounds good in there. And it's it's kind of like it's kind of like going to the theater the way that they've Absolutely. set it up. So um, he started out and he talked about his when he very first started on the Hollywood scene and how he was started out as a DJ and then how he ended up on MTV Headbangers Ball. Right. And he talks about all the bands that he loved interviewing. And of course he brought up Zach. Oh, they and, had some fun together. Oh my years. God. And Dimebag Daryl. And, and, and he, he, he talked about Pantera and talked about everybody, uh, Guns N' Roses and um, Aerosmith and Alice in Chains and, you know, like everybody from back in the day. Right. Uh, Soundgarden and all the bands that he, he told some of the funniest stories. He's I a was great dying. storyteller. Great storyteller. And he was just telling all these crazy stories of how he got on, how he became an MTV VJ. Right. And did you know that Axl Rose got him that job? No, I did not. Yeah, I knew that, but um, I did not know it that. was fun hearing the whole, yeah, the whole thing. How it all went down. How it all went down. And he uh, basically, Axl was like, you know, hey, do you want? You should be on MTV and host, you know, the like a a heavy metal show. Yeah. Would you do that if I called them and told them? He was like, yeah. And so Axel got him the gig. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really, his stories were so funny. And a lot of them I knew, a lot of them, there were a couple that I didn't know. But he told that story and then he, he talked about how he went on from there to doing 
NASCAR and his own radio show, oh, and then really? how he did a show with me and Sharon Osbourne because he oh yeah he, he started hosting uh, Rock of Love right he was the host of Rock of Love with Brett Michaels and then when he did the Rock of Love Charm School and they brought Sharon Osbourne in and me in right. and he talked about all that. And, oh my God, it was just so damn fun. And he did it like really kind of interactive. He showed videos and pictures of those of those days. Good for him. And he had some really sweet, beautiful video of um, Dimebag. And like, it was really sweet. And he had some great stuff of Chris Cornell. So there were some really cool things. And um, just some fun, fun stories. And all that, you know, Motorhead and Lemmy. And just... Great stories. He's just such a good storyteller. And his wife, Leah, introduces him. Oh, that's so cool. So it was it was very fun. And Tammy was there, Tammy down from Faster Pussycat, because of course Tammy was involved. He was in like the his early, partner, right? Yeah, in the early days of Cat House, he was his partner. And then um Josh Richmond was there. Do you remember Josh Richmond? Why do I know that name? Josh has been on the scene forever. He was like the godfather of the sunset strip for a long time oh yeah and, no. um, i probably have met him or know of him i'm sure zach does but i don't i don't i know the name but i don't i don't know okay him. and then keith cooper who was also involved with ricky and the cat house and just like all the early day stuff um it just took me right back down memory lane and then he was talking about how he was talking about how it was, they had to be careful and make sure no one was underage at the cat house. I was just going to say there was a lot, the cat house, I, we were not of age. I was not of age No, because you I, I'm a little bit older than you, but we were not yeah. of age. I never actually went to the cat house, but then when Bordello became a thing, we, I, we just had had our 21st birthday. So I was able to do yeah. a couple of those, but I was never able to get into the cat house. I always went in with Gilby and we would always go in through the back door. Right. And Ricky said that he had no idea that I was so underage. Really? And he totally called me out and he was like, That's hysterical. One of the things I never knew was how young Daniela was and coming in there with Gilby, which yeah. I was. 16 yeah but um yeah I never I never went into the cat house but I definitely was at Bordello yeah oh my god I used to love Bordello yeah I love it too every time I pass it now it's something else now every time I pass it I was just like oh that was good it used to be peanuts right yeah and then it was uh Bordello Ricky's Bordello and it was such debauchery in there it was so much fun it was craziness (laughs) I've had a lot I had a lot of good times there so many good times it was so much fun (laughs) so it was great because he had a lot of um there were a lot of people in the audience that were at Cat House and were at Bordello and remembered him from right from all that and remembered him from being on Headbangers Ball and so it was just like a total rock scene and flashback and trip down memory, memory lane. lane. Yeah. Wow I would have it was like going to a high school reunion or something. I would have really loved was. to have gone. Um we did we had fun last night too but uh, on a on a much more low key uh you know, conservative basis, but our son Jesse just turned 30 on Saturday and his fiance, soon to be his wife, is 30 today. So we did a family dinner last night and it was in Santa Monica. That is crazy. I know. I know. Time just flies. Flies. Yeah. It's so crazy. There's so many people there last night that remember Frankie when she was a baby. Oh. And Frankie came with us. Did she? She was dying laughing at all the stories. I'm sure. And, um, 
everybody kept coming up to her and going, oh my God, I remember when you were just a little baby. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, fun. that that stuff is is just it goes so much flash. fun. If Zach were home, we would have went for sure. That would have been great. Yeah, I think yeah. Zach would have loved it. Yeah, there were absolutely. some cute pictures of Zach and video. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Z- he showed a video of the Zach. The Christmas one with Ozzy on Headbangers? No. I post was, that every year. He came on to, onto the stage to introduce Ozzy. And Zach dumped a whole bucket of water on Ricky's head. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. But yeah. I do know like every Christmas, Zach or I or Ozzy post Zach and Ozzy on Headbangers Ball with Ricky. Yeah. And they were dressed up as Santa with the Santa hats and the oh, beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just torturing Ricky. And they barely, I mean, Ozzy was in rare form. And it's just the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it, it was awesome. I highly recommend you try and catch it if he announces more dates. Yeah, cool. What a great thing. I'm, it's I'm really fun. glad that he put that together because there are a lot of people that, you know, are one degree of separation from their world, the, the, yeah. you know, and it would be nice to have more people share because yeah. a lot of the kids, they'd have no idea. Yeah, you know, what went down and what went down the debauchery that went down. I'm so days. glad Ricky thought to do that because what a fabulous forum for all that uh, it was, information. It, it was so fun. much fun. People were just laughing their butts off the whole time. It was just so fun. So good. Yeah, it was really, really good. I, it's just it, it's great because he has a memory like a steel trap. Incredible. He remembers everything, Incredible. like every detail. It's insane. I mean, I remember like when Zach first got the gig with Ozzy and, and certain guys on the road and stuff would have like three ring notebooks and just write down everything that happened each day. And they uh-huh. kept amazing tour diaries. And I thought, Oh, that's like incredible because one day you will use that. And I know yeah. of several people that could absolutely do a show like that Oh, because yeah. of, you know, I mean, the days go by so fast. Uh-huh. I've, couldn't remember and I have a pretty decent memory but I couldn't remember half of the things that you know went down on a daily basis you know? do you know that because we were in and out of cities so fast like because when Gilby was on tour with guns we would fly into like Munich and we, we would get in the guys would go straight into sound check then straight to, and then the show. Yeah. And then as soon as the show is over, we'd be thrown into vans, whisked back to the airport. And the next thing you know, we're in Sweden, yeah. you know? So I, we were in and out of countries so fast that I don't even remember some of the countries that I've been to. Agreed. I, I absolutely don't remember if I've been there or not. Same I, with us. Um, it was funny because Jesse was just saying that he's been to all uh, he's been to 48 of 50 states in the U.S. Yeah. And because he made it at, every time we entered, it might have just been for an hour, but mm-hmm. he touched, you know, touched yeah. earth for, you know, a few minutes or whatever. But I was laughing because I'm like, I probably have been to, I know I have not been to Alaska. Uh-huh. So I probably have been to all 40, 49 without yeah. Alaska and countries. Oh my God. Like sometimes you're just in the airport. Yeah, you just don't even know where you, <laughs> you know, are. Like you're, yeah. you're hubbing in a certain city and you're, you know, having to go to a certain airport in a, in a little country or whatever and then flying back to your hub city so you don't even get to explore it. I always try, at least when I used to feel, I, I guess I was younger and not as uh, cautious, um, where I would just like go off during the day by myself. Yeah. 
yeah. to like wherever I was in the world, I would just be like, go off by myself. And Ozzy used to say to me, what are you doing? Like, where, what do you think you're doing? Just like walking around Milan by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just like, you know, checking out sites or whatever until I, too. until I almost got abducted. And then I was like, okay, I don't think I'll be doing this anymore. But <laughs> I used to do it all the time. Yeah. I used to do that too. And a lot of the times what I would do is I would get up in the morning and have no idea what country I was in. So I would feel around, because in those days they used to put, remember they used to put postcards on the desk? Yes. So I would feel around for the postcards or the notebook, and I would look to see on the postcard where I was, what country Amazing. I was Amazing. I had no idea where I was. I would look on the postcard and be like, oh, wow, I'm in Zurich. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, I don't know about guns, tour books, but a lot of times our tour programs or our tour books yeah. would just say the city. Yeah. So half the time it's like, wait a minute, what country am I in? <laughs> I know what city I'm in, but what country am I in? But I did used to, at some at one point, I did start to write did notes. Did you do a diary? Yeah, I would write notes in my tour book and just say, okay, today we did this, that, and the other. And, you know, we went here and saw this one and met that one. And right. Yeah, I used That's to keep cool a little diary. go back and look on that because yeah. some of it's like, unbelievable to look back and think you know i know it was really funny and oh god and it happened to me again we were um, oh no last night who did you insult by not recognizing <laughs> exactly. it happened again <laughs> this uh lady came up to me last night and she goes oh my god daniela do you remember me we used to hang out so much on the tour and we did this together and that together oh my and god I, dear god in heaven i was scanning the memory banks of my brain and you have to and hope gilby comes up, up and says Hi, so-and-so, and then you'll remember. I was coming up with nothing, absolutely nothing. Like, all going through my brain was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I could not remember. Who was it? Don't know. Oh, you still don't know. Don't know. I thought you were going to say, like, no, they told know. me who. Oh. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. But also, a couple people came up to me and said they listened to our podcast, which oh, was really fun. cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I was, I was loving that. So That's great. Yeah, it was awesome. And then, then Friday night... Frankie had a show, right? Frankie had a show. She played at um, the Echoplex. I've never been she, there. Uh, you know, I went and saw Wolf Mother there. Oh, I love that band. Years ago, I went and saw them play there and I loved it. But it's a really complicated venue. Oh. Because <laughs> it was so funny because I drove to the Echo. So the Echo and the Echoplex, okay. the Echo is on Sunset, right? Like it, like that Sunset Junction kind of area, you know, yeah. in the Echo Park. Uh huh. But the Echoplex is behind it and below the street, which is so complicated oh, that's weird. It's and confusing. It it's not underground. There's like there's a part of Echo Park that is like elevated and then underneath. Interesting. Very strange. Yeah. But um, so I drove I drove by myself. Because Gilby was still in Sturgis yes. in South Dakota on his motorcycle ride. And Frankie went earlier for a sound check and everything. So I went by myself and I parked on Sunset and I went to the Echo and they go, oh no, um, Frankie and the studs is playing at the Echoplex. So you've got to walk down Sunset, go down here, go down there, go around the corner, go out, all this stuff. I'm very bad with directions. Very bad. I don't have my GPS. I don't know what's going on. So I walked outside and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to follow... Kids. The crowd. If yeah. I see kids, I'm going to follow them. Yeah. So I started oh, no. walking. And there was, there was a crowd of like 10 kids, young kids, probably all about like, I don't know, 16, 17 years old. And I said, excuse me, 
where are you guys, do you guys know where the Echoplex is? And they're like, oh yeah, we're going there right now. Come with us. So I walked down with them awesome. and uh, went into the Echoplex and saw Frankie play and they were fantastic. They were so great. They did a new song. So Billy Joe Armstrong from yes. the day had messaged Frankie a little while ago and goes, hey Frankie, I think you should do this song, Venus. Do you remember that song, Venus? She's got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh baby, she's, I yeah. don't to try and sing because you know I'm terrible. But um, it's like the Venus Razors uh, use the used part of the song for yeah, their exactly, the yeah, exactly. And I feel like did was it Banana Rama that covered? Sounds it? like it. Yeah, I think yeah. they're the ones that covered it. But anyway, um, so she was like, at first she was like, oh, I don't know if that sounds like me. But she, they she worked it out and they did it her, her version of it, and it was fantastic. I'm sure, so much fun. So Frankie says to me, <laughs> God, Frankie says to me. Can I give you a job tonight? Just one job. All I want you to do uh -uh. is video that song. Okay. I was like, okay, no problem. I got you, Frankie. She's like, yeah, I want you to videotape it. I want to send it to Billy. I was like, right. okay, no problem. So they go on and I start to videotape it. Uh -huh. And halfway through the song, I look and I see I'm not you even weren't videotaping. I'm not recording. <laughs> I did that actually with her show when we saw her at the Troubadour. Oh she was gosh. killing it and so out of control at the end. Um, she did. Um, She's insane. No. Oh, well, problems? Yeah. What, no. What's the one? Uh, uh, the Drain. Uh, Drain Me. Drain Me. And I love that song. And I was so excited to tape her. And then literally three quarters of the way oh my through the song, I realized I'd never press the button the second I time. I always feel like a dinosaur. When I go, the worst. when I screw something like that, um, let me make sure we're recording the show <laughs> <laughs> to that effect. God. Uh, we it, are. It was so bad. It was like the one job of the evening that I had. You have was one mission and you failed. I failed. I failed <laughs> miserably. She was so mad at me. Oh, and she was like, what? I gave you one thing to do and you didn't do oh it. Oh, my well, God. Yeah, no, I didn't do it. That's funny. So, anyways. Not that funny, was, but funny. Not funny. But uh, Wasted Cheryl came. I know. I saw her awesome. post. Randy and I went roller skating. Oh, yeah. It was like right. a last minute thing. She said, I'm leaving my dad's. She's like, I basically moved back to Burbank because she's been helping with her dad isn't well. So she's been, you know, taking care of him a couple days a week to help out. And she's like, why don't we go skating? It's such a beautiful night out, you know? So I I was able to get my neighbor to watch Sabbath and I met her at the LA Kings rehearsal or yeah. you know practice uh, rank yeah practice yeah. rank which has the best surface for roller it, it skating is, it's the best it's my favorite out of all of them that Plus we've it's been nice to. on summer nights because oh, it's outdoors and it's yeah. pretty and, it, yeah. and and there weren't many people there there were maybe i don't know maybe 25 tops uh -huh. at any given time but like it was empty basically we felt like we had the rink to ourselves they still had music going they still had it going on and lights and it was fun and we skated for like the full two hours. Like we, everybody was getting off the rink and taking their skates up. We're like, oh, I guess it's closing. We were like the <laughs> full time we were skating and we just had the best time. It was just so nice. And she's like, we should just do this more often. And I'm like, yeah, without like a big, just a last minute thing. I yeah. love when things work out like that. Oh, it doesn't always best. happen. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the best when you're just like have nothing going on and you can just do something spontaneous and 
And I'll tell you what, it is some kind of exercise because the next day you wake up and your legs, your thighs are like, you can't even lift them up. And it's like, oh, that's right. I skated for two hours last yeah. night. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. It is good exercise. I always feel like it's really good cardio too. It's you know? great cardio and yeah. it's such a good, it's so much fun. It's fun. It's just, yeah. I love it so much. It's yeah. like such a passion. It's I love so it. good. And then, oh, and then right before that, Speaking of spontaneous, Frankie sent me a message and she goes, hey, did you hear that Cheap Trick is playing the OC Fair? Oh. And I was like, no. Oh my God, I wanted to go to the OC Fair this year. Is it still going on? I don't Does know. Does it go through it, Labor Day? I'm not sure, but we went and saw Cheap Trick played How at the fun. amphitheater there and the tubes opened up for them. Really? So, um, yeah. I love the Orange County Fair. It's like one of my favorite We didn't go to the actual fair. We just went okay. to the, oh, got it. Go the see venue. Cheap Trick. Off. Yeah, we yeah. just went to the venue. And um, it was so good. God, you know, Robin Zander is, he looks great. He still sings. Such, a, such an ear-pleasing voice. Oh, my God. He sings amazing. He's so great. They sounded awesome. And it was so much fun. But we're watching the tubes. And... I swear, I don't understand how anything, if anything crazy is going to happen, it's going to happen when I'm there. And I don't know. I, oh, I feel no. like I attract it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, we're watching the tubes. Have you ever seen the tubes? Play? I have not. Do you, remember, do you remember their hit song, She's a Beauty? Yes. Don't Fall in Love. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Gilby told me that um, Steve Lukather wrote that song. Really? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So anyways, they, that was like their big hit, but back in their day, they, um, I guess they, like in the seventies, he would wear, the lead singer would always wear like these huge platforms oh, and these really? crazy outfits and crazy sunglasses and stuff. And he didn't disappoint. Awesome. He's still doing that. So it was really fun. But then I'm watching them and then all of a sudden I turn around I look behind me for a second. I'm like, what am I looking at? What the hell am I looking at? I see a llama. A llama. A, llama. <laughs> a live llama escaped from the fair and was running down <laughs> the amphitheater. That's it insane. Was walking around the amphitheater like nothing is going on. And they spit. Yeah. But this Who thing is, was just hanging that out. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Right? I mean, why am I watching... The tubes <laughs> and cheap trick with a llama. You're like I didn't. I I don't remember dropping acid <laughs> or mushroom before I came here. It was so wild. It was well, so crazy. That is craziness. It was madness. <laughs> um, but I had like a whole like fun-filled week between Frankie's show, Cheap Trick, going to see Ricky play. Oh, and I finally went and saw the Barbie movie. Oh, what'd you think of it? So now we need to do flicks. Flicks AF. Flicks AF. Okay. So the Barbie movie was a complete, I didn't think I was going to like it. I, I knew you were going to say that because you're kind of, I mean, it's good that you do Flicks AF because you kind of are like a mini critic. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, I'm very easily entertained when it comes to <laughs> film. It's like my guilty pleasure. I don't try and analyze the plots if it's, and if there's eye candy in it, get Brad Pitt. It doesn't matter what the hell's going on. I'm well, good. let me tell you, I really did not think I was going to enjoy it. And I was like, ugh, I'm just going to go because of all the hype. And I need to, I need to see what this is all yes, about. It's part of your homework. It's my homework. You have to do so research. I went, I did not wear pink. 
Everybody was like, you gotta wear pink. I'm like, I, I don't have pink. I love the excuse. But, but, I did. But um, I, Frankie and I went and saw it and we absolutely loved I it. I loved it. So I loved, loved it. it. It was total eye candy. Oh. It was a complete feast for the eyes. It was we so saw campy. It I think so the, campy. I think so many people miss that in it is that it wasn't just preachy which everyone's yeah. going i mean there's a lot of men that are really upset about this movie i think it was just kind of it was tongue-in-cheek you know poking I think fun it was great it, I, yeah i really loved it i thought that it was just such a feast for the eyes because it's so beautifully done absolutely and the sets are so cool the costumes are so cool I loved the uh, just the campiness was insane. Kate McKinnon. It was so I love her. <laughs> she is amazing. It was so good. Weird Barbie. I love and Weird Barbie. Weird I love Barbie her. Was Everything amazing. about her I love. And um I mean we all had a Weird Barbie. I had a Weird Barbie that had cut off all our hair and her clothes <laughs> and but the, you have to see it on a big 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 screen. We saw it on the massive screen. And it was one of those like uh, IMAX. Yeah, it not IMAX. It was like a seventy millimeter. I oh think. yeah, yeah. It was really cool. It was just so fun and so immersive. I I really loved it. I, I thought it was great. I, I loved mean, it was too. there some male bashing? Yes, absolutely. But it was tongue in cheek. It was you know it wasn't meant to be like you know it I wasn't mean, it was just funny. supposed to be some earth shattering millennial. No you know, message to all of us to, you know what I, what I, I wanted to ask you about this because one of the things that I found amazing in the movie, which I have not read, and I'm sure there have been people that have said, spoken about this, but I haven't read it yet, where that scene when Barbie, not to spoiler, but when she goes back and it's boys town yeah. and it, she takes it back. Yeah. There is a moment where she tells Ken, like, you need to have your own thing. Like, it's not us together because she was not in love with him. And it's, <laughs> it's you know, you find you. You do yeah. you. But she, Margot Robbie's character, Barbie, is like, realizes, like, it's just as bad to, to flip it on them. For everything that's been done to us for yeah. ever in a day as oh women. Oh my gosh, the gardeners are here blowing everything. Oh, very nice. <laughs> but I think that there was a little moment where if you picked up on it, it was basically telling everybody, like, it's not right to do it to men and it's not right to do it to women. Right. It's like, you need to be your own person before you can bring anything to the party. Yeah. And, you know, um, just because this world women are like superior doesn't mean that you need to make men inferior. Right. And that it's, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Right. You know? I and mean, I don't think that, I don't think so many people were so bent out of shape, but they didn't realize that that light bulb goes off in her head. And she basically like looks at him and says, Ooh, what I'm doing is just awful. What I just felt in the real world I'm doing to him and it's not cool. Yeah, and I think, um, I yeah, I mean, I never took it that seriously. A lot of people are. Yeah, I was just really enthralled with the visuals. And um, and I do think that they did a 
great job at, at poking fun at themselves because Amazing. of all the years and years of Barbiedom, you know, they, they, yeah. they really understood, they, they understood who they, yes, like they understood. They got they, the message. They got the message. Absolutely. And, and, and I thought that that was really cleverly handled. And I, I thought that Greta Ryan Gosling was unbelievably amazing really good it was just so, so good oh my god that scene where he's playing guitar frankie was peeing herself it was so, <laughs> so funny good. it was so funny but i thought that they did they really did a great great job in making it modern and 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 hearing what's going on yes you know so i thought i thought that was good i, I really, loved it i really I, I really it. enjoyed it and um i was i couldn't wait for you to see it to get your take on it yeah i really yeah. i really liked it so anyways um is it time for barbara's bag of yeah tricks? so yes. i gotta remember what i have in this bag of tricks here yeah. so um oh by the way look at our new, new yes set. and our our oh <laughs> one of the things that i really wanted to do um so, you know, Dr. Maradza Day, and I know you've mentioned it before, how popular and what a great product Nutrafol is. Yeah. And even though I'm very blessed with, like, great hair, although right now, if you're watching this video, my hair hasn't been washed in days because I have to get it colored. So don't go by this. But anyway, um, I generally don't have a problem, but... I do feel that sometimes all of our hair can use a little love in our scalp. Yeah. So when I was in Sephora, there was a rep for Nutrafol, like loading the shelves and talking to the Sephora employees about Nutrafol. And she asked me, oh, you know, what, it, what are your concerns? And can I answer any questions for you? Yeah. And I said to her, well... I really can't do Nutrafol because I have a sensitivity. I know I'm such a pain with certain things, but I have a, I have an overabundance of biotin in my body naturally. So if I take biotin, I get really, I break out really bad. Right. It's like my body okay. does not want it. Yeah. So almost all hair supplements have biotin in them mm. and, and a lot of biotin because biotin strengthens our hair fibers, right? And it's the one nutrient we need to have strong healthy hair and so she said to me oh well you might want to try our new hair serum it works the same as the oral supplements and it works really well in conjunction but you could do it without doing the supplements yeah. and it's got exosomes oh. it's got ashwagandha and they have one for women and one for men oh. and this one she said in particular really really is like women that are either perimenopausal or menopausal are loving this although it's for all ages of women mm -hmm. and the men is for all ages of men and it's just in a dropper and you put it in your you know your scalp, scalp and, and around your hair and massage it in uh it's not oily like some of the other ones it doesn't you it has no fragrance or i didn't notice it too and i'm pretty sensitive no mm. real fragrance or anything and I am finding that my hair feels, and I've only been using it for like three weeks, mm -hmm. but I feel like my hair has just got more strength. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It's you know, really it's nice. funny that you brought this up today because I was just watching something and they were talking about how to help your hair not break as much yeah. as you get older. Because when you get older and your hair gets a little bit more brittle, it starts to break and people that are dealing with hair loss they were saying one of the ways to help avoid that is 
when you're in the shower is not use such hot water when you're washing your hair. Interesting. I have not heard that before. Yeah, they that said totally that makes the, sense. The hot water is uh, damaging to your scalp. Wow. It's drying and it's damaging to your hair follicles. That totally so, makes sense because I know it's not great for your skin. Yeah, it's not good for your hair. And they said to, um, it's ideal to what to shampoo your hair and wash your hair with either lukewarm water or cold water is best and well i know that cold water rinse that last yeah. few seconds you're supposed to use like the cold yeah. water and even if you go to a salon a lot of times they'll they'll be like are you ready yeah. i'm gonna do the like the cold rinse because it really yeah. makes your hair shiny because yeah. it it seals the cuticle yep so Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Well, I really, I, I highly recommend this, especially if you are not able to take the supplements. And Dr. Muradzadeh swears by the Nutrafol supplements. Yeah. And it, now they have many. Very good. They have three different ones now. Now they have one for um, when you're in your um, uh, reproductive years because it doesn't harm uh, if you're pregnant or mm -hmm. trying to get pregnant, it won't harm any, you know, because these are, those are, those supplements are really medication. They can affect you. They affect yeah. your hormones. Yeah. So, and then they have ones for perimenopausal and, and menopausal women. And mm -hmm. then they have one, a line for men. So, uh, but the topical is just fabulous. That's awesome. I love that. That's yeah. really good. So you don't have to take anything. No. Digest anything. And I yeah. think it's going to last long too, because you only have to use one ML of the dropper and it's not very you know yeah i think it's gonna last a while yeah that's awesome yeah very so good that's barbed bag of tricks for today yay okay well there you have it all right well i guess that does it for this episode of honest af and if you have any products or subject matters that you want us to chat about hit us up on our socials honest af show is our instagram our twitter our Facebook. Check us out on YouTube now. We're and we have a videos. Threads. Uh, we have an account on Threads. It's Honest AF yep. Show. And um, yeah. And until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Bye, everybody. Bye. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.